This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No holes barred. Hi! Hi, hi, It's hi. another, what day is it? Monday. Um, it's Monday. You look very nice in that top. Oh, thanks. It's really old. It's very bobbly. Um, what is it? I like yeah. it. That yeah. colour really suits you. Mustard. It's mustard. Oh, mustard. There you go. To anyone listening, it's anyone, mm, hopefully mustard. everyone. Mustard. Uh, how you doing, Laura? Yeah, all right. All right. What's going on? What's on the, what's the news on the block? I had my coil fitted on. Oh, yes. Thursday. Friday, whatever that? that was. It was all right. Not yeah. that bad. Yeah. Just my cervix is a cunt. Yeah, I know. Your cervix is like on a planet of its own, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like she said, it's, it's, she said your cervix and your uterus are like in completely different directions, which is amazing. How did I get pregnant so easily twice when yeah, clearly they're it's, like the fucking, the it's like the solar system, you know, <laughs> like one's in one direction and one's in the other. <laughs> one's bloody Pluto and one's the sun. But yeah. But- uh, it was. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. What did she say? Your your cervix was north facing. Is that right? She said it's it's exceptionally north, and your uterus is east. Was <laughs> if we were looking at this on a compass <laughs> or a map, I'm not very good Wait, with directions. What's north, like, how do you distinguish what's north? I I like listen. My sense of sort of general geography. Location, everything. I'm terrible, but yeah, you know, you're like how adding do you a, know? Adding a vagina into all of that, I have no idea. Yeah, like is it north as in north in the whole world, or like north in your insides? Do you know I what don't mean? know. And what way would be north facing up? I would have thought to like as if it was looking up towards your nostrils. <laughs> don't I don't know. know. I don't know. <laughs> but I've just I live in the I've I've had it in and it's fine. Like some people say that it's horrendous like it wasn't i know you said your first one was horrendous first one but that was pre babies so i think it makes a yeah. difference if you've had children or not because before Why you've was had it kids horrendous? what painful yeah but if you think about it your uterus is like the size of a walnut before you have kids and then yeah. you have babies and it's just like a it's massive it's a walrus's arsehole it's a bit back blowing in the wind it's back blowing in the wind <laughs> clearly not mine i mean fucking hell she's having a good old route around in there she's like you're right I was like, oh yeah that's fine don't oh, it's worry so, isn't it the weirdest sensation Horrendous. though but yeah so the first time i had it and then i think the first like 48 hours after i'd had it fitted was so bad because my body was just trying to reject it yeah. So I had like excruciating period cramps essentially that were quite debilitating. And I couldn't I couldn't get out of bed. Yeah, like I've still got cramps now. If anything, they went away, they seem to fucking come back again. But they're really? not it's probably they're not debilitating. No, but it's probably just gone, oh hello, what's this? And then yeah. it's forgotten about it, going, Oh no, I've got this thing in me. What is this? That sounds like me. Get it out. That's just me <laughs> generally. <laughs> so and then but then I it was fine. And then I remember I think I took it out because I ended up having this weird rash on my face that was like this, I don't know if the two were linked, but I went on this big rabbit hole, like down this big rabbit hole oh, online. God. And it was like, oh yeah, this did this to my face. And it was, yeah, 
So I, I got it removed and then I had it again after I'd had Oliver, which was a totally different experience because, you know, it didn't hurt at all. Didn't even know it. Does it hurt really. take it out? Uh, no, because you cough and they just pull the string and it like goes, it's like a little oh, umbrella just lovely. collapses. Um, the shit we go through. I know. It is she wild was like, though, what form of contraception have you got? I was like, my husband's vasectomy. Yeah. <laughs> that, and I, she was like, yeah, that's an answer. I was like, yeah. That's all I do. I do yeah. anything else. Yeah, but you, so you're not having for contraception reasons, though, no, are you? No, 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 yeah, mine's hormonal. So, yeah, so I've what? got the hormonal coil. But Which some is... people said they go, they went psychotic with it. I mean, I can't say that I feel anything different. It's just... You don't, you're, not, you're never going to know until you try it at the no. end of the day. Yeah, and also, like, uh, for people that have been put off by the idea of it, because I was put off by the idea of it, and so I spoke to this nurse. Yeah. Um, and she said, you only ever hear the horror stories. People are, the people that have had the bad experiences, the ones that tend to talk about it, yeah. is not the ones that go, oh my God, it was great. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But the Agreed. idea of not having a fight, I'm not having to worry about my periods anymore. I can't of fucking course. wait. So you, wish, you just won't have periods with the quill, do you? periods. No, because it basically thinks that the quill is a baby, doesn't it? Oh, is that what it is? Well, I think so. Because you've got something physically in your womb, then obviously you've got the hormones. The so hormones, the hormones are yeah. telling your body that there's a baby in there. There's a little plastic baby in there <laughs> with strings. <laughs> what did you? You have to check for the strings, don't you? Have you done that? Yeah. Yet? No, I'm too scared. It's weird. I'm it just scared. feels like because it's it's kind of wire, really. It just feels a bit pointy, like the end of a pipe cleaner. I said to Steve, I was like, when we have sex, because I I was due on, so literally I went, and you know, you're like, please don't come on, please don't come on, please yeah. don't come on. I didn't come on. Um. So I've been on my period since. But I said to Steve, I was like, when we have sex, you'll be able to feel it. And his face. Really? His, oh, it, it, it was horror. Uh, like, what do you mean I'm going to be able to feel it? Will it touch me? It's like, it, they're just like, they're wires. He was like, is it, is it going to pierce my skin? It's like, fuck off. When you act that stupid, it doesn't make me want to have sex with you anyway. Also, your penis isn't that long, Steve. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I feel. Although I do remember when, because I've used so many different forms of contraception. I used the cap for a while, which we did talk about, yes. which is like fucking just so fucking like germline or whatever oh it is you put up there. <laughs> Spermicide. <laughs> Even the word makes me want to fucking vomit. So, but when at the time when I was using that, I had a boyfriend who had a massive penis, probably one yeah. of the biggest penises I've ever manhandled. <sighs> and he sometimes would, he would feel it. What, your cervix? No, yeah, he'd feel the, he'd feel the oh, cap. he'd feel the coil. Because oh, the, the cap, cap was the cap, like the over the top of the, yeah. you know, the, the entrance to your cervix, like yeah. a little, a little hat, essentially. A small sun hat for Ken. It was a bowler hat, actually. So it was like a little round thing, wasn't it? Yeah. But he would feel it. And sometimes I could feel him, like, just, you know, prodding the rim. Prodding the rim. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, don't get me fucking pregnant. I can't have oh, your God. babies. You're well irresponsible. <laughs> I can't have your babies. <laughs> when, can I ask a question? Because obviously yeah. I have had the luxury of being in a relationship with someone who I wanted to have babies with from quite a young Correct. age. Yeah. Um, do you, what age do you think it really kicked in where you were like, fuck, I want to have a kid and I'm not with someone? Oh my, look, I'm going to say that that was my entire existence before my thirties. Okay. So forever. Forever. I think I I always wanted to be a mum. I always wanted to be a mum. There, yeah. But there were, obviously there were people, there were men on my journey of that, of like, I knew pretty much straight away that I was like, yeah, I'm not having kids with you. 
Yeah. You know, although I just knew it wouldn't be a long-term relationship. It was like, this is definitely just a fling. Um, and, uh, yeah, that was okay. You know, that was okay. But I would always be still like, oh, am I wasting my time a bit here? Because I really need to find the person that I want to have babies with. Yeah. But then Isn't I it suppose mad? it is Isn't it mad? mad. Even my, like, yeah, I think I never wanted kids. The first boyfriend that I ever had that was a long-term one that was like six years from a young age, like 18 to 24, I never wanted to have kids with him because I was like, I just couldn't see myself being with him in the future because he just yeah. gave me the ick so bad. I don't know why I stayed in that room. I was just too young and naive to leave. I know. Like, yeah, I get like, it. Totally get it. And the one after him was like, big penis guy. Yeah. <laughs> Broad in the rim. Let's call him Broad in, in the, the rim. rim. <laughs> That's his nickname. Um, um, he was like, I mean, I was so in love with him. I would say he's the first person that was ever truly properly like mad head over heels in love with. Definitely. M- way more than the the six year guy. Um, pride in the rim. He <laughs> touched my cervix and stole my heart. None of that rhymes, but well <laughs> no, done. It was great. I, I loved it. I think if you gave a little bit more time to that, you'd make it I work. Could, I could make, you it could make it work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, don't wanna, was... I don't want to I don't want to do you down but I don't think that no, was your best no I, I did write a song about him funnily enough because uh, he cheated on me wanker oh, and you wrote uh, a song mate he broke you and Robert destined for each other oh no that's it yeah you he really absolutely broke my heart but I would oh. in my mind I thought yeah I want to be with him and have his babies but it would have been an absolutely horrendous mistake yeah uh, but I did genuinely want that and then I can't remember who was after that a couple of yeah. Mm, oh, yeah. Then it was Ben, good old Ben, who I definitely wanted to have babies with him and uh, really loved him. But he didn't want to have kids, did he? So he was my like, we broke up because at 28, I got to 28 and I was like, Oh, Look. you were 28 when you broke up with him? Yeah, because okay, at 27, I said to him, I'm giving you a year, mate. And if you don't want kids by the end of this year, we're we're done because I yeah. need to find another person that like I need to find somebody semen. You're not doing semen that to me. <laughs> and he was like so I mean, yeah, he really too and afraid of it because he really loved me. But he was like mm. ultimately, you know, in the end he was like, I, I don't I don't want to have kids. And it was quite yeah, it was really heartbreaking because yeah, I bet. we still really loved each other, but it was like this is I have to have children. Yeah. Little did I know. <laughs> Yeah, no, <laughs> fucking hell. I mean, if we all knew, oh I, I'd still God. do it, Vic. That's a frustrating thing. I'd still fucking do it. Yeah, because I know, even of course, through oh my all God, of it, yeah. I still love them. You know, it's mad. Yeah, There's no mad. other relationship in my life that feels that triggeringly awful that I'd want to keep at. Yeah, other I know. Other than being their mum. Yeah, exactly. Go back for more. Um, And then after him, there was another one who I deeply loved, but who was just chaos absolute yes. fucking chaos you know, i know about that one you know it better um also broke my heart uh and then i met rob and it was like oh my god i think the thing with rob was that he was so how old were you when you met rob i was 30 i Death, just I you turned were. 30 so I, yeah. I turned 30 in the june and i was like oh my god i'm an independent woman i was living in my own flat no, no, I didn't buy it. Obviously, I was renting it, but I was on. I was like, I felt very grown up. I'd, I'd done a year and a half of therapy, mainly yeah. because of that dickhead guy. Yeah, <laughs> the one that broke my heart. And was but maybe up. you wouldn't have met Rob without that. I wouldn't. I would never have met Rob without it because no. I just I wouldn't have been open to it. No. Um, and there were there were many other men as well in between all of that, but some That's of them were right. just fuck buddies, you know. But I was yeah. like, there's no way I was having kids with them. I was like, you're you're so boring, but I like your penis. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it worked. Um, and then yeah, I met Rob, and I think with him, 
within like the space of the first month, I, I mean, I knew that I was going to like marry him and have babies with him because it just felt, he felt so secure to me. He felt so like I'd known in my whole life. So, yeah. and it wasn't the wild headiness of, you know, some of my previous experiences. It was just like, oh my God, it's you. You know, yeah. it was like I know, that. Yeah, I know. Like obviously when Steve and I split when I was 21, and I, I obviously instigated all of that. <laughs> um, yeah, I had absolutely no idea. I don't really know how Steve and I like, you know, when you're like, I don't really get it. I don't get how we met so young. Yeah. I can't get enough of him. Even, you know, I, even it drives me fucking mad. Like, I just want to fucking punch him straight in the fucking face. Do you know? Yeah. But even after 24 years of being together, I still absolutely, I don't know. I think we're, I think we both take for granted what we have together mm. because it's not what the relationship we have has evolved over time, but it's normally the kind of relationship you you get when you've kind of, you know, you've had quite a few rodeos. Yeah. And you've got trials. just rodeoed with each other. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I've not had to go through like all of that. We've kind of gone through it with each other. Obviously, like I said, we split up when I was 21, but it wasn't for a great period of time. I made a lot of mistakes in those few months. But um, yeah. I think as you well, know? just uh, I'm so glad that I did really wait for the right person to have babies with. Mm. Like, I'm so glad that I didn't force Ben to have kids with me because yeah. what would have happened was he would have been, we, I would, we would split up. Like he was not cut out for fatherhood at all. But I'm the same though. Like I, I yeah. Steve and I have both said we were together nine years before we had Elliot. So yeah. we had got all of our like fucking irresponsible days in that. out yeah. of the way. Yeah. And I'm so pleased we didn't do it sooner i said steve we wouldn't have stayed together no yeah. way i suppose that's quite unusual as well if you had got together quite young and then you didn't have children for yeah. quite a long time but that, so i was, was 26 totally which i think is quite young to still. me that sounds young but then i live in london mate where no one seems to have a baby until they're 35 that seems yeah. to be like you know so I, mean? I was 26 and i was 31 so 31 when i had toby um so 26 feels really young even yeah. though i guess it even wasn't. just the, it's the 20 it was only four years away from the 30 wasn't it from the number three zero, yeah. so it wasn't that far off. In fact, I was twenty six, nearly twenty seven. So, yeah, I had him in the January, and I was twenty seven in the April. So, I, you know, but I we wouldn't have stayed together if we'd had a kid really young. No, no fucking way on this planet. It's weird. We were way I do too know. Immature. I do know a couple of people that have had their babies really young, and now they're like completely out the other side now, and they're like yeah. my age. And they're just finding this whole new life and like going out loads and, you know, doing all that stuff that I did in my 20s. I, I do think like I'm glad I did it the way around that I did it. Oh, yes, absolutely. Same, because I just think I'm very tired I was, now. <laughs> I was also really fucking irresponsible. Yeah. Really reckless, really irresponsible, really carefree. Yeah. And I don't and I know people that had their kids really young, they won't know any different, but you're never the same once you become a parent. Yeah. And I was really fucking reckless. Vic. Well, because even when you're <laughs> reckless, so like, you've, you've got like no, you've got no responsibilities. Even when no. your kids are grown up, you're still going to feel like a responsibility to them, of course right? you are. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And like, obviously Elliot's that much older. So we're kind of on the precipice of coming out of it. We've yeah. got, you know, we can see the end. Yeah. And well, I can I'm, honestly I, I am say- gonna, I'm going to um, actually say as well, I mean, this is very off brand for me. <laughs> what? 
but I'm really enjoying my kids at the moment. Like I am. Oh, no, that's I think nice. They're that's such lovely. a so they are four, nearly five, and seven, and I feel like these might just be. And I've heard this from other people that I feel like these are like the sort of golden years before yeah. you hit the teenage bullshit. Well, I mean, I'm I'm kind of. I can honestly say that I'm quite enjoying. Yeah, this. like we just keep having because really he has nice a brilliant weekends. sense of humour. Yeah, he and, he makes that, me laugh so much. That, that's it, exactly. And we all have a laugh together. Like that's the. I mean, I just, what Edith did the other day. I thought, oh my god, this is my daughter. So the ASDA guy came to deliver the food, and you can just hear him. We were eating our breakfast, so she, he couldn't hear us, but we could hear him because he was like laughing. And obviously, Rob was doing his whole broomy thing of having to have a fucking conversation for four hours with everyone. <laughs> um, and it, the the guy laughed. And he was like. <laughs> Like that, and he just just went, looked at me, and just went, <laughs> like she's taking the piss out of the ass driver. But I thought I couldn't stop laughing. I was like, beautiful. That was absolutely beautiful. Congratulations, tip of the hat to you, Edith. Well you done. Learned well from the piss taking master, your mother. Well done. Well done. Just, and even better, you did it out of earshot. <laughs> yeah, well someone's done. back. You read the well room well. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, oh, but... I think that, and I know the teenagers are complicated. They they do hold a lot of challenging moments. Yeah, and I get that. Obviously, girls can be very different to boys. Yeah, and I you again, it's a bit like the fucking coil. You hear all the horror stories of the teenagers. I don't know. They're um... it's the same with anything anything to do with being a woman. Birth as well. You only ever hear the fucking horror stories, don't you? Yeah, don't ever hear I don't think like, it's oh, that. I really enjoyed that. my birth. But for me personally. Yeah, it's but, not being that bad. No. But then I've it's done also a personality lot of, of the child in it, too. Yeah. So you've got And also night. I've done a lot of work on myself. I'm not yeah. saying anyone else. If your child is a cunt as a teenager, this is not a reflection on you. But what I'm saying is, is I've personally done a lot of work on myself over the last couple of years. And I've had to relook at the way that I parent because yeah. I want to be able to just do things differently than I've previously done. And as a direct result of that, things are just quite lovely. Yeah. No, you know? honestly, we've had some really nice weekends and it gets to the end of the weekend. You're like, that was, I had a really nice weekend, actually. Like just being able to do shit. Like we went out for a Sunday lunch in a pub yesterday. Oh, you know, lovely. Like that kind of thing. Yeah. And it wasn't fucking chaos from the second yeah. we got there. Oh, mate. It's, oh, you're, oh, you're on the app now. I know. Yeah, I know you Obviously, can't believe it because we'll have our moments. Because you know, I have got two very you know sensitive children that are sensitive yeah, to life. But life is going to be that way. Yeah, you aren't you aren't a cookie cutter no. lifestyle creator. No, I mean I am saying that. And then what happened on Saturday when I took Oliver to soft play? That was a fucking example of when it's chaos. But you, there's a reason for it because. You know he's he's dyspraxic and he can't sort yeah. of handle those environments. They're very overstimulating. So we went to yeah. play. It was crazy. He had an absolute gigantic meltdown, but we dealt with it like in a because we're so used to that now and we know what to do when he gets like that. And you can you know it's your kid. You can see it's happening. I could just see his brain just going. Whew, whew, whew. Took him out of the space <laughs> when we were in the playground. And, uh, you know, there were, we were with some other kids as well. Like there were all these massive, he calmed down immediately once we get outside as well. Like as soon as he's out of the environment, he does calm down. So it went back. We're kind of like, okay, we were, we were sort of back to maybe not square one, but maybe square three from 10. You know what I mean? I think that's a good way of describing it, actually. We're not, because we never go back to square zero after he's had that level of, yeah. you can't. Well, it's square you zero can't. You know, is that what it's you called? Know that. It is, uh, isn't it? I'm not just making that up. What? 
square zero. Is that a thing? <laughs> I mean, I've never heard of it. Well, okay. what? <laughs> I, I thought it was just your own analogy, and I was like, okay, this is her descriptive way. Let's go. Okay. Square I'm zero. holding space for you in your square zero. <laughs> I, pers- I don't know, but I also don't know a lot of things, so <laughs> no, okay, don't quote me. <laughs> oh my god, it's square one. Um, so yeah, square so fix the park. It's square- <laughs> we never get back to square zero. You do when you're fucking dead, Vic. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Square zero is death. <laughs> that's it. So we went over to the park, and there was all these massive fucking puddles. It was really muddy, and the kids were not in like outdoor clothing. We weren't expecting to go to the park, whatever. So. They weren't prepared. And he's also taken his coat off because he was hot, apparently, even though it's freezing cold. Anyway, so they kept jumping over the puddles and you know what you're like, guys, I'm not going to tell you again. Someone's going to fall in the puddle. Lo and behold, who fucking falls in the puddle? The dyspraxic kid that's already recovering from a major meltdown, my son Oliver, Face first, he, he slid for so oh, long because it was so laugh. muddy. Please tell me you laugh. Yeah, I was laughing. I was like, and, and then immediately stopped because I knew what was happening. Yeah. Slid along, face down in a massive muddy puddle, literally covered head to foot in mud. Like, Was it like that image of that guy walking mud. across the field that had been dragged along by his <laughs> yes, dog? He goes, don't fucking talk to me about it. Was <laughs> that it like was that? It. it was like <laughs> that. And then, like, you know, back in the day when you went out, you used to have a million and one things with you in case of emergencies. Yeah. Like, all that's everything. gone now. It's all gone now. Don't take anything out. So I didn't have a single tissue to wipe <laughs> him off. All I had was a bottle of water. So I had to douse him in the water because we were miles away from the car oh, this as well. Is too much, Vic. And then he's, he's, he was screaming. He was just like... Like, because it was just sensory overload, everything else. And he was like, I don't like it. That's what he kept saying. I was like, yeah, I don't fucking like it either, mate. But this isn't helping. Everyone was staring at me. Everyone. Like, all the parents were just staring at us. Like, what a terrible parent. They got, got, like, the mud off his hands. Luckily, he hadn't had his coat on. So I took his T-shirt off. So he had nothing on underneath it. He was like, why are you getting me naughty, naughty? And then I put his coat on and we got back to the car and had to take his trousers off and he had to travel home in just his underpants. Love him. (laughs) Though he did think that was funny because he was like, the girls were laughing and be like, oh, we can see Oliver's bum. And he thought it was hilarious. So, (laughs) But yeah, Jesus Christ. And we spent the rest of the day on like square five. (laughs) I think you need to drop the squares. Yeah, we do, we do. There's no square 10. There's square one, but I've never heard of, you know, you never get back to square zero. Never, because it doesn't exist. (laughs) All right, should we have a story? You know what, actually, before we have a story, can we talk about, you know, your relationship with your children who say about teenagers being difficult. I actually had a really great moment with Elliot on Friday where I took him to the hairdressers. And, yeah. Um, oh yeah, that's right. Oh my god, yeah. I I cannot like to all of the listeners. I don't think there will ever be a description of how shit happens to me because it, it, you know Steve's been with me for a long fucking time, and even he says I just don't get it. I don't understand how this stuff happens. But we get there. Elliot sits down. He's getting his hair cut, and then this other guy walks in with what I assume to be his father. Now this man is got to be 50s, 60s. That's fine, not a problem. So Elliot's getting he- his hair cut. I'm kind of chatting, looking at my phone. In actual fact, I'm messaging Victoria. Yeah, messaging me. I was literally messaging Victoria. This guy sits down <laughs> and then uh, he, he just starts talking like about doctors. Do you want to know what the problem is with, with doctors? 
And I'm very aware of the fact that he's talking at me. Yeah. And I look up from my phone and he says, it's that they don't listen. (laughs) And I actually cannot, I can't form words, Vic, as to what fucking then went down. (laughs) Because he talked at me about doctors and he was like, do you want to know what happens when somebody doesn't, when, when, when I don't get the right answer? Do you want to know what happens? And I was like, God, he's a yes. like, yeah. And then Vic was messaging going, Laura, just don't engage. I was like, I'm not. And he's still talking at me. Anyway, the hairdresser immediately picks up on the fact that I also don't want to be in this conversation. And she starts talking to me about something that a mutual friend of ours and where their child goes. He interrupts the conversation and goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard, I've heard about that place. Yeah, it's really, it's really oh great. Oh, my God, go away. He then goes, so back to the, the doctor. Yeah. And the thing is with the pay scale of a doctor is, uh, you know, the guy at the top. He's getting the he's getting the biggest pay rise, isn't he? It's a bit like the military. I oh was my like, god! I couldn't fucking believe it. I walk out of the hairdressers, and we walked home. And Elliot took the piss the whole way, Brilliant. and we laughed the whole way. He yeah. was like, he, he actually patted me on the back and went gutted, mum. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I said to him, I went what. What happened? I don't understand. And he said, the hairdresser, he said, she said to apologise and say, um, you look like you're really enjoying yourself. (laughs) (laughs) And she then messaged me and said, I am really sorry. I was like, I don't get it. I don't get it. How the fuck did that happen? So that, and although that was a horrific moment, it was actually a brilliant comedic moment. Mate, you are not a magnet, basically. I know. I don't know why, because I'm not mental. I mean, I know I come across as mental, but (laughs) I'm quite. But as in, like, I, I said to Steve, I'm quite a performative person. But now you're also very I... friendly. I think you're very friendly. So that's Mate, I thing. wasn't friendly to him. I was no, messaging no, you. I, I wasn't even giving yeah. off a vibe. I didn't even smile. I feel like maybe he was just really needing to talk about the pay scale of doctors. And so whoever and was the military, sat there, he was going to talk about it. <laughs> Like, fuck off but yeah I hate those I... conversations mate they're so you know like this is so boring like i don't care don't talk to me and like, i That's can be i can i can clock in to what i would call work mode yeah i.e let's perform that's fine yeah and then there's other times where i think no it's not fucking required of me i'm not doing it i'm getting my son's fucking haircut so that's exactly what i'm gonna fucking do fucking oh, shut up oh my god and I'm, you know you're just like fuck off yeah oh, I'm, no. I'm still livid still raging Absolutely i sometimes do livid. feel like it's men as well like they're just they're so fucking entitled these older men that are just like yeah you will listen to me because i've got something really important to oh, say like, go away no you don't literally exactly what it was yeah. that's exactly that's exactly what it is it was i'm so important and what i've got to say is far more important than anything you could ever possibly think of and it's like mate have you ever got laid no we've got here a thrush story. Oh, I love a thrush. Yes. Love oh, a thrush. Do you know what? I haven't had thrush for such a long time. Me neither. Oh, you know yeah, why? because well, the, the flannel. flannel is dead. The flanneling is dead. <laughs> and so my uh, pH levels are oh, flourishing. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. Okay. So, all right, Sags. Thought I'd let you know of a situation at Boots Pharmacy the other day. So I've had a shitty chest infection last for a few weeks. Got some antibiotics for the doctor. Couple of days in, and thrush arrives. Of Brilliant, because as we know, yeah, antibiotics can cause a fuck with your candida. Big hoo ha in the bacterial 
gut. But Helen, how if it's in like your insides? Oh, I suppose it just it just encourages candida to grow, right? Yeah. And then you've got candida in your flips. Off to yeah. boots, me and my itchy minge go. Ask the lady at the pharmacy nice and quietly for some thrush treatment. She, not very quietly, asks if I've been diagnosed by a doctor in the last six months for it. I say no. She then proceeded to tell me I have to get a prescription and she can't sell it to me. That's bollocks. That's absolute bollocks. Well, what the fuck? And also, it actually has big posters in doctor surgeries now about the stuff that you don't need to go to a doctor over. Yeah, the rush is on there, bitch. Our chat continues for a few minutes. I try and convince her nicely that I'm good. I know what it is, etc., etc. In the end, she gets the head pharmacist over to explain. He pretty much shouted across the whole shop about my situation and there's absolutely no way he can sell it to me. Blah, blah, blah. At this point, I'm pissed off. It's an over-the-counter medicine. It is, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it is over-the-counter. You don't need to get it prescribed. You're not. She's not gone in there and gone, oh, can I have two lines of crack cocaine, please? That's it. So I say very, very loud and very clear, looking him straight in the eye. Look, mate, I'm not a fucking child. I'm 35 years, I'm 39 years old and I've had thrush before. I know what I'm doing. I know what it's from. Don't treat me like a fucking idiot. I suggest you give that treatment now before I jump over this fucking counter and get it to myself. <laughs> yes! Never yes. disgruntle a woman with yeasty flaps because no. she will turn on We're you. Already, she's already having to deal with a fucking That's it. chest a infection. And now the candida has just gone absolutely fucking mental. The last thing she needs. She's, oh my she's, God, it gets better. This story gets better. Oh. He turned and got the box off the shelf as he well should. Wasn't hard, was it? I said as I tapped my card on the machine, still raging. I don't want to give you the £19 for the privilege of embarrassing me. So now it's my turn. <laughs> Even louder, I said, don't fuck a woman off who has an itchy cunt, you fucking bastard. <laughs> Oh my god, it's all kicking off in boots. Jesus Christ. Uh, what I would turned... you if you were in that queue, can you imagine? I would I would, have... I would be rude for her. Wouldn't Absolutely. You? I would, like, I would yeah. be like, give her the fucking give I would it have let out a little whoop when she said it and everything. Yeah. Yay! Go, you see minge. Don't uh, I turned, walked away, held my head up high with a few approving nods and smiles as I would go. Yeah. He was bright red and very embarrassed. What an arsehole. Fuck you, pharmacist pharmacist on your high horse. Fuck you. <laughs> She said fuck you many times. <laughs> that was in Worcestershire. So if you were in Worcestershire on a, I don't know, a Saturday and there was a woman subtly or not so subtly getting a little scratch in at the counter, shouting <laughs> at the pharmacist. I can't even believe that they turn her away for that. It's they, They're wrong. That she, you can't, yeah, because no, I'm pretty sure the, the only counter. reason why that they would ever say you need to be seen is if you had said, oh, yeah, I was treated for it. I keep being treated for it like I'm repeatedly, I repeatedly have it, I can't get rid of it. That would yeah. be the only time a pharmacist should ever turn you away. That is um, excellent behaviour though. I love that. Okay, I don't know great. if I would have the balls to do that, would you? I think it would very much depend on my mood. And also how bad the yeast infection was. Yeah. Because you need that treated. Well, natural Greek yoghurt, it, it has the same impact. Did you know that? Uh, yes, I have used that before. There you, you go. Yeah, I've I'm used never that. having yoghurt around your house. <laughs> <laughs> She's been dipping her minge in it. Um, yeah, it's I mean, hard to get authentic Greek yogurt. Did you know that? Stop. That it. Not... <laughs> You're such a cunt. <laughs> Do you think the candida knows? You're an imposter. Yeah, it's middle class. Like, um, excuse me. You shall this isn't genuine not Greek pass. yogurt. <laughs> this is Greek yogurt style, not actual Greek yogurt. It's authentic Greek yogurt. <laughs> I 
only know this because of Rob's ripping 30 vegetables a week journey. Of course it would be Rob. He was like, oh, fine, we need to get some uh, authentic Greek yogurt and I'm, I'm really having trouble sourcing it. And then we look at all the labels and like, there's only like one. Do you know the one that is called, it's got a funny name and I can't remember it, like Yada, something's really fucking expensive. They do a 10%, a 5% and a 0% one. Never heard of it. A massive pot. You'll, you'll see it in the shop. No, still don't. And it's know. like four pounds a pot, mate. It's well expensive. I don't understand that we went from this girl GC flaps to uh, the a, authentic a recommendation. <laughs> it probably would have cost her nineteen quid in Greek yogurt. That's true. It would have done, yeah. She yeah. probably a tub, a tub for each flap. What an absolute dick, though. I do remember putting yogurt on my fanny though, and then when it sort of like starts to dry a little bit, it's mm. very weird. And it yeah, and then you like open your knickers and you're like, oh my god, was it? What's happening here? And then it's just like, <laughs> did weird. I milk a cow? <laughs> it's like really weird, almost like rolls of sort of warmed yogurt. You, you basically is. made like a froube. <laughs> is that like a froube? <laughs> the tubes of yogurt. Yeah. As if you'd frozen it. You, like, make you could literally just store it in your knickers. Kids get hungry, be like, so I don't worry. I've got go. one of these for you. It's a froube. It's, it's a pussy froube. <laughs> what flavour is it? Tuna. <laughs> it tastes fishy. And it's warm. There's a pube in it. Oh my God. So funny. So funny. But he, that that whatever that pharmacist in, in Worcestershire, you're a you dick. Wanker, if you're listening, yeah, yeah. Don't try and shame us. Oh, they didn't really shame us. She was just refusing to give her medicine, which is probably part of his job. But you know, there you go. Come on, Can't no, have been she was a woman his fucking job because he gave it to her. Yeah, exactly. So ethically, I don't get what the the rules are. But there is a big poster literally in my doctor's surgery because I got the coil fit. I know. And it listed all of the stuff that said you no longer need to go to the doctor for. Right. And thrush was fucking on there. Okay. Well, maybe they just didn't get them. The old little eyeballs, you know, they they had a little perusal as <laughs> I was waiting was to be heard for my fanny to be. I also, I had the smear done at the same time, Oh, yeah, you I? did. Yeah, double whammy. Just get it all oh, out while she got your fanny out. Lucky old me. Lucky old me. What a day. <laughs> I, need to, I need to get my smear test. I had a letter through well, the post. Get it booked. Saying, there you go. There's your reminder, girls. I'm afraid. I don't remember the last time I had one. Three years if you just got your letter. Probably. Well, there yeah, definitely. Oh my god, the, look at us. We're in sync with everything. Can we stop? We are. Oh, if well. anything terrible happens to you, I'm going to be terrified. Well, you know it's coming. That's all. Well, I mean, I can only apologise, guys. We're going to have to cut this a little bit short because as we were affectionately talking about being a mum and the fact that you just, you know... <laughs> like like it's fanny fruits. Yeah, fanny, fanny fruits. And earlier saying, oh, you know, I love my kids so much that, it, oh, shit, I haven't got the car. Oh, no, she's got to go and pick up. Well, she's got to go and take some trainers to school. Yeah, but I can't because I haven't got the fucking car. Can you put them in an Uber? Yeah, I know we don't really have Ubers around here. Oh, what? What? I don't know what to do with that, Ubers. We do, but they're not they're not particularly great. No. Um, oh, motherfucker. <laughs> right, we'll round up so that you can yeah. get on with your parenting task. Um, so, yeah. right, that's yeah. the end of this week's podcast. Uh, if you want to send us any stories, any other business, you know the score, you can email us at nohosbarpodcast at gmail.com or what else can they do, Laura? They can head on over to our Instagram page at No Holes Barred Podcast and slide on into our DMs. Uh, and don't forget, you can get your sex toys, sex toys, sex toys from our website of the same uh, name, <laughs> No Holes Barred Podcast.com. There we Nicely go. Nicely done. I like that. Um, and we shall see Slags next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Bye. Ah.
Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revelhorwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.